0: hey lauren hi sam are you ready to talk about 28 days later i am because after all we We are are the watchers watchers of movies. movies today. Oh. Did you hear about the whole out thing with Alec Baldwin?
1: <laughs> I did. Last <laughs> night Mike texted me after I had gotten in bed he sent me a text that said Alec Baldwin shot somebody on set so I looked up the news stories then and I can't I can't even imagine. I know it sounded like it was just a terrible accident. Well yeah but like I
0: hate that the way that the news is portraying things because they're like Alec Baldwin shoots someone and I'm like I'm like I, well I saw a picture of her him after the shooting in the in a parking lot and he was like bent over with like his hands over his head like yeah really upset that this I, happened you know like that's not someone who goes out and like murders someone with a prop gun it's improper wordage cuz it's implying
1: yeah. intent i think exactly um they should put accidentally shoots or acc- or mi- uh prop mishap accidentally yeah. kills member of the crew or something like if anything, it, I don't even know. Like, I didn't know that you could, I assumed it was a blank because I yeah. don't think they use live what uh bullets, but I didn't know you could kill someone with a blank. And Mike said, if it's close range, it's possible, so yeah, just like a horrific, yeah, so
0: that's what happened to Brandon Lee, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. so so yeah,
0: because I had read an article and someone had mentioned that and they were like, This happened to Bruce Lee's son, and I was like, He has a fucking name, it's Brandon. <laughs> Like, you know, like, I was like, the disrespect here, the disrespect. Um, but yeah, the whole thing is really tragic and just so sad. And I mean, I can't, I can't even imagine like how you, like he, like I, obviously my heart goes out to like the families and everything that have like dealt with this tragedy, but I can't imagine how Alec Baldwin himself is feeling. I'm sure he's feeling terrible about this, you know? Um, oh, I would, yeah, I would yeah. think so. Yeah. Anyway. Did you... So, I also have another thing I wanted to mention. Ooh. Have you been following the Gabby Petito case by any chance?
1: Uh, I mean, I see the headlines. So, okay. You... And I know kind of sort of what happened, and I know that they found his remains. Yeah, which yeah. Which I'm not surprised... That's what I was going to talk about. I kind of assumed he was dead this whole time. Really? (laughs) Yeah.
0: And I assumed that he was just on the lam, like he was just running away and he was like, nope, they're not going to catch me. And, uh, I, I'm, I'm like very curious as to what, as to what the coroner's report's going to be, you know, like, was it suicide? Was it natural like like nature and i hope it's nature because if he like he it's pretty much assuming that he killed gabby potato and fuck him he doesn't get to fucking walk away from
1: this (laughs) you know like yeah his behavior i mean if he didn't if he didn't kill her his behavior was very suspicious so yeah yeah. i would say i I mean uh, we will never know now but i mean it seems fairly obvious
0: yeah well he he, was like the only like person of interest and
1: yeah and why would you like if you were innocent why would you run
0: why would you run yeah
1: yeah like exactly I mean obviously if you're innocent you have to sort of prove that if something happened and you know there was no witnesses or something but I mean (laughs) I just I don't know yeah it's the whole
0: thing is very, it's just very weird. So it I was curious very weird. about that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't, I think I, well, actually I was, I had some time off like a month ago when I think they had found her body, but they yeah. hadn't quite had the, like, they didn't know the cause of death at that point. And I was, I had some time off and I was flipping through afternoon trash TV and Dr. <laughs> Phil was on and he was doing a special about the gabby petito case yeah and i was like dr phil is like capitalizing on this current you know and and that kind of put a sour taste in my mouth because i was like this is like if if anything's a cash grab this is but i was kind of like flipping back and forth because at that point honestly i had seen the headlines but i hadn't really read the news articles i just knew that you know, I, I, knew sort of, like, general information about the, the crime and what was happening, and so I watched some of his, his show, and that's where I learned that, like, uh, I don't remember his name, Brandon Brian Brian Brian, Brian was, Laundry was on the run and he was refusing to cooperate. And I was like, hmm, that seems suspicious. A little sus if yeah. you're yeah. Yeah.
0: like if you're like, no, I, I never touched a hand on my girlfriend, but I'm just gonna run away for a little bit. Not for any reason, just yeah, because I feel like it. Yeah, it's yeah, a lot of sad news today. I mean, it's not really sad that Brian Laundry died if he did, in fact, kill Gabby Petito, which it is, is kind kind of, probably the case, but...
1: I find it kind of sad that, like, in a weird way, he won't be brought to justice. I that kind too. of makes me sad, like... That's I, what I've
0: been feeling about, like, ever since the whole Epstein thing happened, where he was found, like, at committed suicide. Yeah, right. Um, in his cell. I just, like, I've been feeling nothing but, like just this like anger for the victims because it's they have suffered so much and they've gone through so much and there are other people that were involved in this. It wasn't just him, you know, Mm -hmm. now Ghislaine Maxwell's like she's caught. So she's, I'm sure going to be brought to justice. And I hope that she squeals like a pig about all these other creepers out there because like, it's like, they deserve to be punished for what they've done. Sure. But you know, and I think that it's, her showing up dead would be very very suspicious you know but i am also like would i be surprised not at all and it's but it's like that's what i've been feeling and i've been following that i've been following the epstein case like religiously like watching anything i can get my hands on about it and and the thing is that you like you as a viewer like get to know these victims kind of you know and so you like really empathize with them and it's just and it's you can see that their suffering and their anger that they don't get to like you know watch this dude again what you said be brought to justice and it's just like it's just so it's disappointing you know yeah it really is yeah it's and like I can't I can't imagine being a victim of a crime or being a victim or like the victim's family or something and then like just that devastation of being like great i can never see this guy rot in jail yeah like, and like you never get the
1: you never get the answers that you yeah. want like i think that would be one of the hardest things for me is just not getting answers like i just need to know what happened you know yeah. and i mean i know like there's no guarantee that any of these people who died before they went on trial or whatever would have given all the answers but It's just, it's just one of those things where sometimes that's the unknown is, is so devastating. Yeah. It's well, and like people who, um,
0: their loved ones disappear, but like, and they don't find their bodies. Like, that's the one I can't imagine. I mean, like, and I think about the Susan Powell case where, um, you know, her husband, um, oh my God, why am I blanking on his name? Josh. Her husband, it's pretty much assumed that he had killed her, but he's dead. So he killed himself. You know, he killed himself and he killed his sons. And so we'll never get the answers. And they never found her body. And they probably never will at this point. And, you know, and it's just like, and not only did her family suffer because they lost their daughter, but they suffered because the family, the Powell family, was bullying her family oh, like geez. like to their faces i mean it was just it, it i just i can't imagine anyway it's the whole thing is just very very messed up and sad big yeah. time
1: yeah it's yeah crazy world we live in
0: <laughs> sure is yeah but that's why we brought you the happiest movie ever <laughs> 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 28 days later yeah, <laughs> so I do want to talk about the movie. Let's do it. All right, I'm ready? So I had watched this movie a while ago, and I had mentioned to you something which I think we'll get into later because I don't want to bring it up now. But it was really hard to not talk about it, like when I watched that movie at the time, and I was like, "Let's do it. Let's review it. Like we'll review it for Spooktober, whatever. It'll be super fun." Um, so well, so I'm supposed to. I have to do a little. Okay. <laughs>
1: Give a little synopsis for the folks who haven't seen it.
0: All right. I haven't seen it in a long time. It's so it's a zombie movie and it's this guy wakes up in a hospital and the like entire London area is just like no one's there and basically finds out that, you know, virus has been led upon this world at well England. And then I think they mentioned like France a little bit. Right.
1: Well, that's something that I actually wanted to talk about later in the movie. Yeah, um, me too. Uh, I think they, there was rumors that it was found in France, like Paris and New York. But then uh, at the end of the movie, it proves that probably not. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of like the misinformation mystery that you're kind of following through the right. movie. But yeah, I mean, right. for all intents and purposes, what they know for most of the movie is that it's worldwide or what they think they know. Right, right. right
0: but they are on an island so it is possible that it did not get anywhere else so um anyway so that's what the movie's about basically right is that good yeah (laughs) okay
1: so what i wanted to know is how did you feel about the movie i really i really enjoyed this movie um i have kind of a very deep and rich history with it so um it came out in 2003 and 2002 2002, sorry it came out in 2002 and I saw it in the theaters did you also have a flip phone then (laughs) I might have had a flip phone (laughs) today I texted Sam
0: and I was like I was like man I I think that Danny Boyle filming this entire movie on a flip phone was you know a really uh risky decision but he pulled it off and she goes he he uh film the entire thing on a flip phone? I didn't think I knew that. And I was like, girl, no. <laughs> I was like, it's a joke.
1: <laughs> I well you had me because I was like, the quality is flip phone-ish. It is really and really bad. I watched it with Mike and he has it on Blu-ray actually and it wasn't like better and i saw it in theaters and the quality was the same in theaters and so yeah, it just was like, like bad like low budget quality
0: oh yeah there, wait, wait can i tell you there's like one scene where they pass by like a field of flowers and it looks like a painting well i think that's intentional
1: i don't no, think but that I that's know an but i know it's like such a bad
0: quality that you can't even see the flowers you know
1: well no, i know but i mean like i thought that that was like an intentional artistic like exclamation like oh i thought it was specifically made quality camera <laughs> that's really bad if that's because like a lot of the like the scenes were like in focus i don't know i i always thought that was like intentional but i just that thought would be funny if because it, he
0: only had eight million dollars and gave most of it to brendan gleason right <laughs> <laughs> to
1: make the movie brendan gleason and the uh, uh road commission of london yeah <laughs>
0: yeah um yeah. so i, I yeah, saw i can't
1: it. imagine that was cheap to like be
0: like okay london bye, bye. <laughs> <Go>. <laughs> just leave for a bit stay
1: indoors <laughs> it'll be like quarantine all over again except we're in the all <laughs> over again yeah no <laughs> Ugh, anyway so and I really liked it at the time I I went I was it was like one of my favorite movies I had I read the screenplay I saw the movie I owned the soundtrack and I was I was just it was really I really liked it and uh I have to do a shout out. So I met, I have a friend, her name is Samantha, not the Samantha we know, not myself. This is a real person. (laughs) Her name is Samantha. And I met her at, in college and we bonded because we both would like talk about movies, but also I loved 28 days later and she hated it. (laughs) And so it was like an ongoing joke with us. Like,
0: wait, why did she hate it? Well, I'm going to get into some of the things,
1: um, because I think she, uh, spoiler alert, did make some good points now that I've okay. like time has okay. passed. I'm curious. Um that's coming, so okay. stay tuned. Um, but I will. <laughs> so when you and I first had a podcast, she sent me a message and she's like, "When are you gonna do Twenty Eight Days Later?" Oh, and it was shit. like, "Ha ha ha!" You know. And so I said something to her on Facebook when we announced it, and I was like, "I hope you're excited." So this is a shout out, hello Samantha.
0: Hi, other Samantha. Thank you for
1: listening. <laughs> she listens. And anyway, so I I still really enjoy this movie. I think it's it's very creative. It's it's pretty original for what it is. Um, and this was, uh, like, this was the first movie I ever saw Killian Murphy in, and I really like him, um, and also Naomi Harris, mm-hmm. and whenever I see her in things, I get excited because I'm glad that she's, you know, doing well. I think she's in the new James Bond movies, and she was also in, like, Pirates of the Caribbean and other things, too, but I know she's been in, like, big movies, so yeah, that's Yeah, cool. she played, uh, what was it, um, what was it, in Pirates, she played like a god, Calypso? like Calypso. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. and then she
0: played uh, Miss Money Penny in the Bond movies. Yeah. That was actually like, I'm not even sure when I've seen, when I saw 28 Days Later. I know I didn't see it in theaters, and I think I saw it years after, but I'm not sure if my first introduction to Naomi Harris was through that movie because I don't know if I just I just didn't remember her which is totally possible or if it was through James Bond because I remember being like this chick is awesome who is she like she's so cool I think she was in Quantum of Solace was her first one and um and then like they were like I must, I must have seen it before then because I, but she made such an impact. I was like, she's such a cool character. And then they were like, that's Naomi Harris. And I was like, I don't recognize that name. And I looked her up later and I was like, oh my God, I've seen her in stuff, you know? So, um, yeah. Kind of nice when that happens. But, um, I think that was the first movie I'd ever seen Killian Murphy in too.
1: Yeah. And Danny Boyle is still is one of my favorite directors. I think he is masterful at combining... I've still not
0: seen Slumdog Millionaire. What? I know. Oh,
1: I own it. We should, we could watch it together sometime. It's, it's, I think he's, he's a master at combining, um, music and visual. And Mm -hmm. I think he just so artfully does it. And I, I've, I've seen most of his movies and I, I like them all. Um, I, you know, Shallow Grave. I I don't think I saw Shallow Grave. I've never, um, is that with Ryan Reynolds? That's a really old one. I think Ewan McGregor is in that one. Okay, and it's surprising I that I haven't out. seen it. I actually looked for it for a long time, like back in the day, um, because I'm a big fan of Ewan McGregor. But I never found it. And so... Uh, Did you ever see Sunshine? Oh, yeah. I own Sunshine as well. Like, he's he's really, literally sure one of I my do. favorite directors. Um, I might own it. And- Let me see if I do. Anyway, so... <laughs> Uh, And 28 Days Later, well, I think I saw um, uh, A Life Less Ordinary before I saw...
0: Oh, I do on Sunshine. 28
1: Days Later, but 28 Days Later was what really put him on the map for me. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so it's just, it's just fun. I, I am really glad that we're reviewing it (laughs) because I hadn't seen it in a very long time. Um, Years and years, probably. Just so you because, still
0: loved it? You still loved yeah, it? Yeah, and
1: I was Good. I was excited to watch it. And actually, some of the parts, like as they were going, I was like, "Oh, I remember this." And a lot of parts I remembered, and a lot of parts were like, "Oh yeah, this." So that was fun. And just for no real particular reason, I just hadn't seen it in a long time because it's one of those ones where it's just like tried and true. I really like it, but I don't like watch it all the time, you know? Well, and it's like a heavy. It's a heavy story.
0: Yeah, you know? that's yeah. true too. Yeah. yeah,
1: and I I did watch it a lot in the early 2000s so you? could be like yeah i mean i watched it a lot so that could be why i just like it's just kind of on the shelf
0: but right. anyway
1: what what do you think
0: well obviously i like this movie or else this wouldn't i wouldn't have watched it again in such a short period of time um i think it's a great film i think it is definitely one of the more unique zombie films out there i would say probably one of the most unique ones I like that the infected were not the monsters, but rather the humans were the monsters. And um, I also read something somewhere, and I want to say it was on Reddit, and they had mentioned like they had made a really, really great point about how long these creatures would last. Like just like infected, zombies, whatever, and I think that specifically their point was about the 28 days later infected um, was that they would eventually within like really pretty much like three or four days, dehydrate and not be able to move anymore, and I was like, "Oh shit, oh shit I'm like that's right because a person can't survive without water for like three days, so I mean someone who you know i mean, that was I just thought that that was like very interesting, I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense yeah, know?
1: and they're not and they're not zombies right." So- because they don't ever like eat people they right. just the blood gets on people and then it infects them as well yeah like but, their whole goal is to infect everyone yeah else. but they're not they're not like eating brains or anything so yeah that's like why are they alive for so long right yeah well and
0: then you see like you see later there's a couple of zombies that are like slowly dragging themselves along and they look like they're very like gaunt and dehydrated and stuff and i was like it's interesting that he like kind of added that in because it's true i mean you you hold up long enough and you're gonna just avoid the whole virus you know
1: yeah and well and um christopher ecclestein's character major henry it's covered up on this list <laughs> the major uh christopher christopher eccleston he said that the um, private mailer was going to teach him how long it takes for right. the infected to to starve to death so yeah it it makes sense. But yeah, it is a, it takes an awful long time, <laughs> like yeah. two months. Cause it was like 20 days later and then 28 days after that. Yeah. 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 So
0: I, I just wonder how long it took all the infected to die out, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, so I have to say, um, so those idiots that were letting those monkeys or apes free, whatever, in the beginning, first of all, I hate like monkeys and apes they terrify me they're disgusting I like you know that yeah but I'm still surprised (laughs) I just I the more I see them the less I like them I just I don't like like monkeys I don't like like gorillas I think are like probably one of the all-time like scariest animals they are scary
1: I don't even monkeys like any wild animal you should have a healthy fear of for sure (laughs) for sure yeah
0: um and so like I I just was like (laughs) like I just I think that they're gross I think they're really gross like just everything I'm not I'm not I just don't like them you know and and it's kind of come like it's kind of been a while for me to come to terms with how much I don't like the monkey like whatever but uh, now that I know I'm like no I definitely don't like them and it just gets worse because it's like whatever but anyway so these idiots are like, setting them free, even though the doctor's like, they're infected! Don't touch them! They're infected! You know, like, it only takes a couple seconds for someone else to turn and blah, blah, blah. And it reminded me of the people who are refusing to get vaccinated.
1: <laughs> I was just like, I was like, this is them, everyone. I did think the people at the beginning, I, I think it's a good... um, illustration of people who think they're doing the right thing but they're acting out of ignorance yeah because they're like well i'm doing the right thing but sometimes you have to like you have to do the right thing through the proper channels and right. you know like your efforts won't always be rewarded with like a celebration in the town square because y- you went about it like you can be doing the right thing but it could still be unwise in right. the way you're going right. about it so yeah i thought that it was interesting that they were like just setting them free without any thought to the fact that like hey this is a lab where they do stuff to animals so and also like and I know it is controversial like I know that animal testing is is a big topic and I'm not trying to say that like animal cruelty is like okay or anything but I think that there is like you have to kind of stop and think like this is a lab right so things could have been done to these animals that you just don't understand so you can't just like impose your will and and like An animal is not going to, like, write you a thank you note.
0: Right. Well, and, like, and I totally agree with you. Um, And even, I mean, I don't agree with animal cruelty, obviously. Like, I'm not, just because I don't like a certain, like, species of animal does not mean that I'm like, fuck them. They deserve to get treated horribly and tortured. No, like, I don't think that at all. But, um, so I can see, I can empathize with these people wanting to let them go, like, for sure. I can definitely understand However, it's like what you said, you have to take a certain step back and you have to go, okay, so these creatures, these animals are in cages and they're in there for a reason. And now we have this guy, this probably I'm assuming virologist or whatever, screaming at us to not let them out flip like like he's not just like, guys, can you step away from the cages? He's full on like running towards them, screaming,
1: flipping out, like,
0: don't touch them, they're infected, blah, blah, blah. You I know? like how they were
1: like infected. We don't care. I know. We're opening, like, it's just like, oh, they're not like, tell us more. They're just like, well, we know better. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. I like, like, I'm, I'm like, if someone is like running towards you screaming and freaking out, like obviously genuinely scared, <laughs> maybe you should listen to them. <laughs> like, it's just like, it's it's like i like i'm watching this movie and these people are like trying to set them free and i'm like oh my god and then it ends badly and i'm like gee i wonder why that would end badly but i thought that i there was like this one little part where they had a monkey like tied up and watching all these like news um these like really violent like news um you know stories and whatever so i thought that that was kind of an interesting like they were measuring his I don't know, like his response or whatever to violence or something. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But these, these people like setting these animals free while I get where they're coming from. And I totally like, I, like, I don't like, I get where they're coming from. And I say, I think like, yes, you're, you're, you know, you want to set them free and they deserve to be free. But if they're going to set a virus upon the world that will destroy it, maybe take a step back and realize that this isn't like about you yeah you know
1: like it's I yeah I think I think that that scene that scene has value because I like that we know how the infection started me too but I have to Defer to my friend Samantha in this instance, because one of the things that she did not like about the movie was that she thought "Infected with the Rage" was really lame, Mm -hmm. and I agree with her uh, now with this viewing. Um, And I was kind of like, (laughs) I when he said they're infected, and the guy was like, "Infected with what?" and the lab, the lab, the virologist was like, "Infected with Rage," and I was like, (laughs) "Mm, "I actually, I was like, like, yeah,
0: Rage is a virus," and I wish.
1: So it like the nature of the scene implied to me at the when I was watching it last night that the monkey just got so angry watching all the video footage of how evil humanity is that that's what he became infected with his own his own rage right and that like kind of pissed me off in a way that <laughs> had never had before and I thought that line was really lame and I was like wow Samantha was right that is really lame and then after the movie was over I was like relaying that to mike and mike was like well i think the implication is that maybe they were also injecting them with something and i thought oh probably and i would have maybe liked and and that sort of redeems part of it for me um just in the they're infected with rage standpoint because i wish maybe he would have said one other sentence like we're injecting them with these serums and then we're making them watch these things and they're getting, you know, like explained it. Some, maybe like not that literally, right, but you know, right. like the serum is this and then it enhances the serum when you make them watch these things. And then the guy, like, because the virologist was like, you have to injure them first before you heal them. So they were, I don't know, maybe trying to find a cure for human rage. I'm not right. sure. I don't know. Anyway, I think the scene has value because we know how the virus started. It wasn't just this like mysterious virus starting yeah no i, but I agree i, I agree. think like in like just leaving it at infected with rage i <laughs> samantha if you're listening my hat i'm tipping my imaginary hat honestly to you. girl same like <laughs>
0: to, i'm doing the motion of tipping my head off to you
1: um i
0: I kept thinking about um, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Did you ever see that movie? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was
1: terrible. Oh, um, I
0: liked it. Did you? I did yeah. I I thought that um, Frida Pinto was sorely underused. She's, uh, well, she's not great, but I mean, I don't know. I've never seen Slumdog Millionaire. Maybe she
1: is. Anyway, whatever. This whole podcast <laughs> this episode is just about how you've never seen Slumdog Millionaire. <laughs> I mean,
0: like, no, so I just... Well, and also I don't like James Franco, but I I really didn't like the movie. I didn't think it was very well done. I thought that there was a lot missing, but I did like that it started out showing like how all these monkeys became very intelligent, like over, you know, across the world. And it was started by that one dude that like lived next door. Um, So I kind of just corresponded, you know what I mean? I was like, okay, that's cool. Cause I agree with you. I like that they have. Like the patient zero of where this virus started, Mm -hmm. you know. And And I
1: even like that it was like do-gooders trying to set these animals free, and they just made a grievous error. Like that—that makes sense to me. Like things went awry. They say
0: no good deed goes (laughs) unpunished.
1: It's true. It's so true. (laughs) Like I hate I I hate
0: that like saying. Just for how true it is, you know what I mean, like someone does something something kind and then some piece of shit person like takes advantage of them, and I'm just like, no good deed, like so should you just not do good stuff for people anymore? like what the hell you know what i mean did you did you ever see the movie no good deed with is Ben with Affleck. Idris Alba Alba Idris yeah he's like it's like about it's it's pretty good i remember really liking it but it's about this woman this like lonely woman who like had a baby within the past couple like months or whatever and her husband's like traveling and maybe like cheating on her and and this guy comes to the door and it's idris alba and he's like hey listen like my car broke down can i like use your phone i think you and
1: i might have watched it together did we Mm -hmm. yeah
0: and uh yeah and i like that movie and there was like that scene in the shower that was like so tense, and I was like not sure what was gonna happen, and I was like, "I don't like this, I don't like this, I don't <laughs> like this, but it was like it was just a really creepy scene like it was it was really well done, but anyway, I always think of I'm like, no good deed goes unpunished, and then I always think of that movie after, so anyway, um, <laughs> that's what they were banking on, yeah, yeah, yeah
1: totally free but- advertisement,
0: <laughs> yeah, so um, anyway. I, I did, like, I do agree with you that the, it was interesting how they showed the virus starting. I don't think I love the whole idea of someone getting infected within, like, two minutes. That felt, like, a little quick. I understand it's, like, for the sake of the story, just to, you know, move it forward. Um, but to me, it's like, well... It doesn't really work that way, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and of course, there's like the the like scientific part of me where where I'm like, well, actually, um, <laughs> you know?
1: yeah. Well, I mean, I kind of like that because that would explain how it spread so fast, right? So there is that. So uh, we meet our hero. <laughs> yeah, right? and I actually like when I first saw this movie, I thought that's so creative. I loved that he woke up from a coma. Yeah, I still think it's super creative, and I was gushing about it to somebody in my past, and they were like, "Well, The Walking Dead did it first." And I did some research, and The Walking no, Dead was <laughs> well, The Walking Dead was graphic novels oh, first before okay. they were a TV show. But I did some research, and they came out. The graphic novels came out in two thousand three. So they, I don't think they did do it first. They didn't do it first. And uh, so regardless of who did it first, which I think 28 Days Later did it first based on my very quick research, I think it's super creative. I think so too. And I really enjoy that. Um, that it's just, it's just awesome. Like waking up and the whole world has changed.
0: Oh yeah, I can not imagine. Like, so you wake up and you're already like, what has just happened like you already are like so confused and lost like you're like what
1: is going on i would be like why am i not wearing a hospital gown <laughs> i know like why am i totally naked there was Does a lot of weird weird nudeness nude nude nudity, <laughs> nudity in this movie and like Nud- Mike even pointed out something that I was thinking in the scene is that he had to not only see his parents dead, but see them in like their underwear. And I thought, why wouldn't they kill themselves like dressed up for him? because they wrote that was him a note
0: strange too yeah,
1: yeah. like mike was like they had the foresight to write him a note in case he woke up but they didn't think to like get dressed and i was like yeah that's really awkward too
0: because yeah, the mom the mom was wearing literally what i wear to bed which is like camisole and underwear like i was like that's my that's my fucking bedtime like outfit you know what i mean it was i agree it was very like it it seemed weird that he woke up naked
1: yeah, because like, why would he be naked? I mean, it's only been 28 days, so your clothes wouldn't like rot or anything. Right. right. You'd be in a gown.
0: Right. And also like I if feel your clothes like... are gonna rot, then you're gonna rot. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. But I feel <laughs> like
1: there's um sometimes I I can I can differentiate like European movies from American movies just because they contain weird nudity. Like Love Actually has unnecessary. Right, nudity and like gratuitousness in it that uh, you just like it's just like European so I chalk right. stuff like that up to like well it's European you know yeah I think that I think well I I love
0: <clears throat> I've seen a lot of films that use nudity in a sexual way and I love when they use nudity as just like it's just part of life like I'm like thank you being like Having a naked body is normal. You know what I mean? Well, it's
1: normal in normal settings, but in... Yeah, like... But, like, I agree.
0: It is kind of weird that he woke up totally naked, but I also like that it was, like, it's not... It's not like the way that I think American audiences focus on nudity, which is like, oh my God, a penis. <laughs> you know, we're like, whatever. That's actually I have to tell you something. So it's funny because I was watching TikTok. This was months ago. And there's this like new show on on Netflix called Sex Life. And someone on TikTok was like, Go to episode three and like or it was like, yeah, episode three at like thirty-one minutes and fourteen seconds. So I was like, okay. So, because I was curious, and I watched like the reaction of this woman, and her reaction was like, Oh my God! <laughs> like, all the time. And so, I'm watching this part, and it was like a guy who's just naked. So, you see his junk, and I'm like waiting and waiting. And I was like, Is that it? Like, I was like, Is there anything? Like, I thought that there was going to be something more to the scene, and my reaction was so, like, Okay, it's a guy who's naked.
1: That's not shocking. And like, she I was like, I- like, Was he naked? But I mean, like, what's the context? In, like, shower. So she walked in on him in the shower, and she well, was no, shocked. It was, no, no,
0: no. Like it was like a woman watching, like the, vi- the movie, the show, like just a
1: TikToker. So you're supposed to watch. The so supposed to watch. Oh, so t- it's like a reaction. You're watching a reaction right. video. Right, to I was that. watching
0: a reaction video, and so then I was like curious, and my reaction was so. Like, and I actually started filming myself doing the reaction video, but my reaction was so like mild that I decided not to post it because I was like, like, to me, I'm not, I wasn't shocked by it. I wasn't surprised. I was like, oh no, a penis. What will we do? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I was just, so I think it's just very funny because this woman was definitely, you know, from the, the, I mean, at least, you know, Northern America or whatever, um, And just her reaction compared to like my reaction, which I think was probably just because it's like not unusual for me to see nudity in films, you know, like, and I don't, I don't really particularly care if I see nudity or not, because to me, it's not that big of a deal. But that I thought it was so funny. Her reaction was so over the top. And mine was just like, is there more to this? Because this is lame.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I guess I'd have to. I know what you're saying, but I think it is kind of a big deal in this movie because it doesn't make sense, and right, that bothers right. me. It's not because there's a penis, like right? No, but I'm. Just I don't saying, care. Like, I think it's funny. if it was a woman laying there nude, right. I would be like, "This is why is this?" And then right. so I guess I guess I know what you're saying, and and that goes actually like I do know what you're saying because that goes hand in hand with what I said about like just in America we have a very different viewpoint right. of nudity, but. Nudity that the
0: guy did have like a huge dick. So maybe that was why. Sort but of buried the lead on that one. It was, no. like, <laughs> it was maybe like, she'd was never seen
1: one before.
0: Definitely like enormous. But um
1: I remember I was I um, just
0: was just like whatever.
1: I remember the first time I saw a naked man. Yeah. I was at Supercuts. We'll <laughs> let that sink it. No, I'm just kidding. No, I was at Supercuts. Uh, and we were getting haircuts and There was a Rolling Stone magazine that had, it was like, I think it was probably 1999 or maybe leading up to 1999 because they had like a big retrospect on Woodstock. Yeah. And there was just a photo of like a naked man skinny dipping, but like he hadn't gotten in the water yet. And I remember being very fascinated like, oh, that's what I'm looking at and and like my mom so it was, was just like, like full
0: on like full frontal like, it
1: wasn't full front I mean he was nude he was standing there but it was a, a like a scene like there was other people swimming and he was just standing there and you could just see exactly what was happening like you could right. see his genitals it was very clear but it wasn't gratuitous like it was a nor- right. like just a photo of naked people and um and like my mom was reading a magazine and my brother was getting his hair cut and I was like peeking at it and then I'd turn the page so it looked casual. She didn't care. She didn't know what I was looking at, but then I'd turn the page so it looked casual and then a couple page and then I would like turn back to it. <laughs> I remember it very vividly and uh, I might have been because I was like, it had to have been before 1999 because I, in 1999 I was, oh, it was because I was like 16. So I was way younger, mm-hmm. but it was a retrospective on Woodstock. And right. or wait, was there like a Woodstock 94 or something like that? I think so. I, it might have been around that because yeah. I was way younger because by that time I knew what a penis looked like. I'd gone through like health class and I just lived life and right anyway but like by 1999 so it must have been like around 1994 when I was like 10. Right. Um. I'm just saying this to save face in front. No I really it was like no, 1994 no, I, but yeah. anyway anyway yeah so there is like definitely like a um a different view on nudity in america versus yeah you should have posted your reaction because you would have been like i don't get it what's
0: (laughs) i was literally like i was literally like i was literally waiting for something else to happen like i was like i was like okay is this the end of the scene is this it this is a whole scene this is all they wanted me to watch that was stupid (laughs) (laughs) i like turned it off and then netflix kept being like do you want to watch the rest of sex life and i was like no i'm good
1: thanks (laughs) i I saw what i came to see and i'm fine that bothers me about netflix is that like i don't think there's any way to like remove something from your like continue watching oh is it because i started watching (laughs) i started watching this movie that i thought looked stupid But I wanted to confirm that it was stupid and it was, it's called Five Feet Apart and it's about like these teenagers who have cystic fibrosis and they fall in love in the hospital and I knew it looked stupid. I had no desire to actually like seriously watch it. I was just like, I need confirmation on how bad this is. And it was so bad that I stopped. Like I was even like puttering around my apartment just like doing stuff not even fully paying attention to it, but I could hear it. And it sounded so bad that I stopped watching it after 20 minutes and just put something else on. And now it's just there waiting for me. And I'm like, I'm never going to finish it. When's it going to well, go away? It like
0: changes your algorithm yes. too. They're yeah. like, oh, hey, you enjoyed this show that you watched for 10 minutes. Yeah. What about this other show that you're never going to watch? And you're like, no, I only watched the damn show for five don't, minutes.
1: Don't punish me for my curiosity. Cause now when people come over, the ones of people I have come over, <laughs> if we watch Netflix, they're going to think that I'm that kind of
0: person. <laughs> yeah. I think that you can, I think if you go in there, you can, um, you can do something like take it off my list or oh, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll do that. Yeah. Know. Cause I, I noticed that too. And like, like, I, I had to clean out my list every now and then because I literally watch, like, the same five things on Netflix over and over again. So, it's like, I don't even know why I try to have a list because I literally, like, maybe once in a while I'll dive into it and be like, I'm going to watch this movie. But, lately, I've just, you know, like, because I had a recent personal setback. And, uh, lately, I've just been really wanting to just watch stuff that, like, just makes me feel good, yeah. you know? But, uh, so, anyway, we should move on to the, to the story. So... Jim is his name is caught in in London and it's just like wandering these super empty streets, which I mean, I can't even imagine like, what he's thinking you know like what what like i just want to know like what was going on his mind during that time like did i enter a different alternate universe like yeah i would feel like i was like dreaming like am i dreaming yeah. yeah i would be like am i like awake right now am i alive like did i die like i'm like i feel like i'm alive i can feel myself like you know and i but you know and then he's like collecting money and everything and and like I don't know how you felt when you first watched that, but I remember being like, that's not going to help you. Like, and when he was collecting the money, I'm like, the money's not going to be worth anything, you know?
1: Yeah, it's- I I like that because I think it shows, like, he doesn't know that the money's right. not going to help him. So, like, the futile gesture of man is to be like, oh, well, I better stock up on this. But Oh, yeah, yeah. It's... it's-
0: I mean, because, like, point. I would do the same thing if mm-hmm. I were him. I mean, like, I know that something's wrong, but he doesn't know. Right. You know, like, I as the viewer know, and he is the, you know, character doesn't. So, it, it's, but, like, then, you know, he's walking along, and he, like, is is almost attacked by those, like, infected. And just, like, the... The, the, the difference between, oh no, he goes into the church and the difference like between, like, first of all, I'm wondering if he thought that all those people in the church were dead. What did you think?
1: I don't know. Cause like part of me was like, well, that would really stink if they were dead, but he had no visible reaction to like the atmosphere. So yeah. I assumed, and we've talked about the grainy quality I wonder if he was like supposed to think they were sleeping. Right. And maybe he thought, like, oh, this is, like, a shelter or something. That's what I was thinking, Because too. if they were dead, I feel – well, maybe – I don't know if this would go through your mind if you just saw a mass of people. Maybe you wouldn't be like, well, it doesn't stink, so they can't be dead, you know. But as I was watching it, I was thinking, like, wow, are those people dead? Because I couldn't remember. I remember right. the pastor, like, the, the father, right. uh, priest, coming, running at him. But I didn't remember all the people. And I was like, he's having no – like, he doesn't seem like he's bothered by the fact right. that they're all there. So maybe he thought they were all sleeping, and maybe that's why he said hello. Right. But, yeah, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, he must have. Well, and then there was, like, those two guys that, like, like stood up and made, like, growling noises. So, you know, he's kind of like, wait, wait. And then, you know, the priest comes through that door, like, barreling through. And that's, like, I mean, I like that he... Hit the priest in the head and he goes, Oh no, no, what did I do? What did I do? And he feels so bad about it. But I like again, we as a viewer know that no, you had to do that to save your life. But he's just like, Shit, I just hit a man of God in the head, (laughs) you know. Yeah,
1: like the world is upside down. Yeah.
0: He's like, What's happening? Um but I I really like that whole, like, he just doesn't have any idea what's happening, you know?
1: Yeah, I yeah. like that, too. And something, um a nice little bonus for the movie, I think, is I assume that they had to do all their filming outside in the streets. I assume they had to do that all very early in the morning.
0: Oh, yeah. So that
1: yeah. they really benefited from, like, eerie and strange lighting. And they might have even used filters to make it even more eerie, but because of, like the way the sun looks and the way the sky looks, there was a lot of, like, yellowness and weird hues. And I thought that that worked really well for the just the unnerving nature of, like, walking through empty city streets in the middle of one of the, like, biggest cities in the world. And, and I thought that that was really cool. And I don't know if that was just, like, um, a lucky bonus or if mm. they were like, oh, this will go well with our you know, like we have to film in the morning anyway, but I, it really worked. Like most of the I so too. shots in London was like a very cool, but eerie and unsettling color. And I, I liked that. Right. And, and then when he's running out of the church and being chased, it was like, uh, Selena and Mark were already there, like waving flames. And I was like, how did they know he was, gonna be running yeah, out of the that's, church
0: that's a little bit of a uh, a movie um convenience factor Uh huh. and i get that they have to do that to like move the storyline along uh but you're right it is awfully convenient that they just like happen to be there you know yeah i
1: wish that they would have said i you know like wait, actually i don't think that they were outside the church so he wandered a lot more before he but he was them. running that you didn't see them until he was he was running and they were chasing him right and that's and all of a sudden you see like an arm waving fire when he comes around a corner oh right okay Okay. and i wish that there maybe for some
0: reason i thought that he got to the gas station and then he saw them well he
1: was running towards and they were like chasing him okay okay Okay. and i wish like maybe they just heard the ruckus and decided to save him i guess some of that could be implied but i wish that there maybe had been a line where they're like we heard you yelling hello we're trying to intercept you but you know but anyway like a lot of this podcast just me wishing that things were spelled out more (laughs) which i've said before but i thought that that there's conveniences in this movie that i noticed that i don't remember noticing before and that was one of them where i was like they preemptively were like trying to get his attention
0: yeah well and they could have had they could have had them staying somewhere nearby and heard him you know i agree with you um but i also think that it's like you I think that in a film like this you really kind of just have to suspend your disbelief. Sure. Like, I
1: mean the movie's about monkeys being infected with rage, infecting <laughs> humanity. True. And I, I understand what are they that infected with rage. Okay. So I do I suspend feel rage
0: sometimes.
1: <laughs> I do suspend disbelief. I just like, I had to point that out because I noticed it this time. Right. And I was like, how do they know that, you know? That's true. So. That's true.
0: No, you make a good point. I think that there are a lot of films where just a tiny little bit extra of exposition would make a big difference. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because they explain, like, even we have to learn why Jim was in a coma, you right. know, like, and so.
0: Yeah. He got into like a car accident. or
1: Yeah. He said he was a bike courier and he got hit oh, by yeah, a truck right. or a car yeah. and you know, so I don't know. Maybe you're not, maybe you're just, I mean, I I don't want to dwell on it. I just noticed it. Right. Right. And that was just one of the things where I'm like, like literally as I was watching it and things would happen that I would think like, Hmm, I'd be like, Oh, Samantha, you got into my head, (laughs) got into my head. And, uh, but anyway, so (laughs) yeah. So we meet Selena and Mark. Right. Right. And
0: uh, Mark then gets bitten.
1: Yeah, I really liked how kind, like, they were nice to him in a way that I didn't expect. Like, they rescued him, which was kind. And then they're in that, like, little, like, closed off little shopping, shoppy, I guess. And, mm-hmm. and explaining him, you know, telling him what happened and and he was like, I got to find my family. And they're like, your family is dead. And he's like, no, I have to find them. And they were like, okay, well, we'll all travel together. And I was like, that's really cool that we don't have to go through these, like, growing pains of them, like, not wanting him in the group. Like, they were like, okay, we'll help you. We'll take you. We'll right. go to your family's house. And I, I like, that's something that I, it never occurred to me before until this viewing. When I was like, I like that they were so accommodating of him. Yeah, they really were. In a were. way that they, like, didn't really need to be in a, like, all, you know everyone for themselves sort of situation, yeah, I feel like I'd be like sorry dude you can't go see your dead parents like I, I understand you can but hard. we're not gonna go with you, yeah, you like know? I'd be like
0: you can go, but you know like you're gonna be able to survive probably like your chances of survival still may be slim but they're gonna be greatly increased if you stick with us so, yeah you know yeah like it's yeah I I mean I like that Selena was so like tough, but she wasn't like it's not that she was, like, tough because she was just, like, naturally that way. She was tough because she had to survive, you know? Yeah. And I think I like that. I like when movies and, and 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 like, shows and stuff have a real, like, like, real, like, female characters like that. You know, like, someone who it's not just – they're not just there to be pretty, you know? They're there because they are, like, I have to survive and in, in – And, you know, she's got to be, she's, she's got to like, you know, she had to kill Mark, like very quickly. And I can't imagine that was a, an easy decision. And I'm sure that later it really haunted her because how can it not, you know, that was still your friend, or your acquaintance or whatever it was. Um, But I don't know I wonder if there was like a certain resentment that she had towards Mark though because later she says something to Jim or she's like what do you think is going to happen here we're just going to cuddle and fuck all the time or fall in love or whatever you know no I Um. don't
1: think I didn't see it that way I think she because she was like sort of griping about mark when she's like mark was full of plans you know plans for when this is all over so what are your plans do you think we're gonna go back to normal or do you think we're gonna fall in love and fuck and i i think that she was at that point just like the world is not gonna be the same well she's like bitter too she's bitter the world that they know is over and it doesn't pay to make acquaintances with somebody because you might have to kill them even though you travel together you know so i don't think that she was angry about mark or anything i think she was just like bitter about their circumstance because even if they did fall in love like there's you know there's always that fear like forming an attachment with somebody is oh yeah and if you bank on the world going back to normal well guess what that probably isn't going to happen right then and they're like what their their narrow view of what was happening you know so i think she was maybe maybe resentful of the fact that he had hope and she didn't but right. so maybe that's a good point to say Yeah, yeah I get yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that, you know,
0: yeah, maybe resentment isn't the right word, but definitely like well, I mean, I I can imagine it maybe like it's anger towards Mark, but it's not like actually towards him, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, like it's mm-hmm. just towards him, like, how could you get bitten, you jackass? Like, I know it's not your fault, but you know, like then I had to kill you. Like, fuck you. Like, I'm so fucking mad because you know, I cared about you and it's just like, and that's rough, you know?
1: Yeah. And, and she said like, after she killed Mark, after he was bitten, she told Jim, she's like, if I had to kill you, I'd do it in a heartbeat. You know, you you just have to be that way. Well, and then he later says
0: like, you paused her for a second and it's a good thing she did. Yeah. He was like, that was
1: longer than a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Um, I like their relationship.
1: Yeah, me too. I think it progressed in a way that I really enjoyed because they were forming an attachment and possibly like quote unquote falling in love in whatever love looks like in that world that they're living in. But there was nothing gratuitous. Right. There wasn't like a weird like apocalyptic sex scene or anything. It wasn't
0: like a like a legends of the falls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I just like the, and they they like appreciated each other and and enjoyed each other's company and and preferred being together. Well, there's like than... a lot of
0: respect between them too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I liked it too. I like I like a romance in things, but I don't like when it's too like it feels too cheesy or it doesn't feel realistic. Like that felt like realist realistic because they only really have each other you know there's respect between them they're both decent people and it it makes sense that they would that through all this you know these trials and tribulations that they would eventually like connect and be like okay like I know that you're a good man you know I mean especially since all the men that they dealt with at the end which was like which is I'm excited to talk about because I I just the whole thing is like just so um it's terrifying honestly you know yeah
1: oh big time so after mark gets killed and they and then we're introduced to frank and hannah at the high rise i had a few comments about this that i actually have a question about um about something so go ahead what were you gonna say so they walk into this they see the christmas lights on the balcony and they walk into this high rise like the lobby of this high rise and there's just like grocery carts like stacked at the foot of the stairs which i assume frank put there so that the infected couldn't just freely climb the stairs but then when the infected show up they're like the grocery carts don't even slow them down and that really has always annoyed me like (laughs) even at the beginning when i saw the movie the first time i'm like what what was that even there for like Like, what's the point of that stupidity and then but there's a scene and i this is another scene that i have to give a shout out to samantha so they're sitting on the steps. I really like this interaction. They're going up the stairs and she's like, do you need to slow down? And he's like, no, I'm good. And then like three seconds later, he's like, okay, yeah, I need to stop. And she's like, what's wrong? He says, I have a headache. And she said, why don't you say anything? And he's like, well, I didn't think you'd give a shit. And I actually like, I don't know. I think of that a lot because I think it like put up a mirror to her own actions where she's like, right. okay, I am being a little bit cold for a reason, you know? Well, yeah, I And then she kind myself. of shows... Like she kind of opens up a little bit because she, you know, I think they bonded in that moment because she knew how she was being and he knew why she was being that way. But they just, I just like that because that's like the first step towards like bonding, I think, that we see between the two of them. And anyway, so, so she's looking through her backpack to find him some soda. And then he's just sitting there quietly. And then you hear a scream of an infected and she goes, Quiet! It's an infected! And Samantha always had a problem with that scene because Jim was never saying anything. It was Selena who was a extra loud because an infected was coming and B telling him to be quiet when he wasn't doing anything. And so anytime I see that scene, I it always like makes me laugh because she was like when I cuz I did like I think we watched it together once and I remember her being like he wasn't even saying anything. <laughs> so that scene always makes me think of her saying that. So I've seen I think
0: it that, like, whole, like, thing, like, cracks me up just in, in general in, like, movies when someone's, like, not doing anything and the other person, like, screams, like, shut up! you're, like, they're, they were just sitting there. Like, no, shut up. No, I need to think. I'd be, like, how can I be more quiet than I already am being? You know? none,
1: none more quiet.
0: Yeah um yeah no that part's funny and but you're right like why do they have all these shopping trolleys is what they call them why do they have all these shopping carts in front of the building if it's not going to do jack shit you know like it's like they tried to build a wall but it wasn't a very good wall you
1: know yeah it slowed down jim and selena more than it slowed down like i don't know but one thing about the infection is it seemed that they were like highly intelligent and like speedy and Mike oh, pointed out their speed
0: into- i didn't I didn't get that they were intelligent.
1: they seemed intelligent that they were just like, "Oh, grocery carts, we must climb them, and just like uh, things yeah. like that um and Mike pointed out that they were fast, and he, oh, yeah. they are they were really fast. They were fast, but yeah, I just I don't know that that seems so pointless to me, and maybe I mean there's a lot that you can infer like maybe you're just it's just supposed to seem pointless because there's no way to protect yourself, but at the same time, I was like it just seems like. A stupid thing to have a, like, a poor, like, props intern stack grocery right. carts w- when they serve well, no point in the movie, like...
0: Right, and it, especially, like, if the infected are so fast and they're kind of, like, theoretically faster than humans, you know? I mean, not... They're not really. They're pretty much the same. But if these humans are not struggling climbing these shopping carts, these infected, which, like, pretty will probably, like... Keep, I mean they keep moving when they're on fire I'm just saying they're not gonna stop because if they get hurt it's not gonna affect them you know what I mean like so it's like e- like either like you need to show like the like the humans like struggling to get over this barrier or it just like shouldn't be there or something you know what I mean yeah like,
1: and I don't know how like how did the infected know they were there except maybe they saw the blinking lights and ran towards the blinking lights? But when you got there and, like, if you were infected, unless you knew what the blinking lights meant, how – why would you even have the, like, motivation to climb those grocery carts? Yeah, that's
0: what I wondered, too. It would just – you'd get
1: there and there'd be nothing and you'd just kind of be like, what was I here for? And then, yeah, you know.
0: like, and and especially if – especially if this guy – um what was his name frank frank yeah Is it frank especially frank who has like riot gear by the way um like knows that these infected can see the lights and then come after you why would you do that like why would you put yourself in danger just to potentially save another person because i'd be like no i gotta keep me and my daughter safe you know yeah well but- he must not know
1: because he must not have known that it would attract them yeah, because maybe. I know he, like, he had just started hearing the broadcast and he, he wanted to attract people so that they weren't traveling alone. Right. But I mean, I wish that le- once again, I wish he would have just said like, oh, I guess my grocery cards didn't do much good. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, just right, spell it yeah. out for me. Every time, spell it out for me. It just, it didn't seem... You just
0: want someone to be like, sorry explanation i just
1: need someone to tell me how the world works in this in this in this movie universe
0: no i get it i get it i so i wanted to ask you what did you think about the actress that played hannah
1: lauren you know how i feel because i told you this are you asking me as a joke or did you not remember i don't
0: remember i I think i remember you didn't like her no i
1: don't think she's a good actor at all i think she seems like she's kind of like She just, I don't think she seems very good at acting.
0: No, she, I don't think so either. And I, and like, it doesn't, I don't think it takes away from the story because she's not like, she's not a big enough or emotional enough of a character to make it like, to take away from it. Yeah. But like when we, when I had you watch the alternate ending and she's like crying, I was like, girl, stop, (laughs) please. You don't look like you're crying. You don't look like you're upset because you suck at acting. (laughs) Like it's, yeah, no, she's terrible. And I, and I kind of like forgot that. I, I must have forgotten and I forgot that I like thought she was a terrible actress because as I was watching the movie, I was like, This girl sucks.
1: Yeah, she's just so stiff. She's so she unemotional. And she she kind of like says her lines like she's reading them. But yeah. I agree with you. It doesn't really take away from the movie except for being like kind of an amusing detail because I think when you're acting against Brendan Gleeson like Mike has always told me this concept in professional wrestling which I think I've talked about before and it's like a good wrestler is not just good on his own or her own but they also make the people they're in a match with look good Mm -hmm. and I think the reason it doesn't ruin the movie is because she's up against Brendan Gleeson
0: who right. makes her
1: look and better killian and killian murphy, and, and, murphy yeah. and naomi harris and and so and they're
0: all great actors they all know?
1: do a, yeah they all do a good job and i think it elevates her performance but yeah if you were to just like isolate just her scenes i think that that it would it would be like
0: oh yikes you yeah, know you turn that off within 20 minutes <laughs> yeah so
1: I, I think that it just works it's like a a symbiotic relationship yeah. Well, maybe not, because I don't think she makes them better, but its no. it does work in her favor, and it works to make the movie less distracting in that regard. You're right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I, so Frank hears the broadcast, and he's like, so uh, I can't go there with just Hannah, the daughter, because it wouldn't be safe. If something happened to me, she'd be on her own, but now that I have you two, you know, and... So they decide to leave together and they like, you find out, I guess he's a taxi driver or maybe he was in a past. In yeah, the past. for some
0: reason he has riot gear and he's a taxi yeah. driver. Yeah, and <laughs> so he's like
1: driving them. Through. So when he was listening to the broadcast and he's like, I think it will take me three days. In my head, I didn't remember the car at first and I was like, are they going to have to walk? for three days like that's 27 wait didn't they say it was like is outside of manchester they said it was 27 miles outside of manchester so i was like they have to walk x amount of miles to get to manchester because
0: i doubt it's that far 27
1: miles outside of
0: manchester okay so london to manchester alone is four hours okay yeah so so then 27 miles outside so it would really only take them like maybe five-ish hours to get there if they had to stop you know i don't know why that would take him three days that's great point yeah yeah like so why would why would he
1: say three days because and then you find out he has a car
0: well and also why would you stop anywhere unless it's like where they were you know like just having a meal where it was like a pretty like desolated area then that's different which by the way that play that part was beautiful like yeah all those old ruins i was like I'm going to go here. I love like old and like buildings. I was like, oh my God. Like, I was like, I love architecture and everything like that. So when I saw that, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, this is exciting.
1: <laughs> so I'm just it like, was really, really beautiful. And I think it was like the column before the storm because they had their food and but anyway. Yeah, but like, so why, too.
0: why would they take three days to do this? I mean, I I could see if they no, I see. No, I don't like that. That doesn't make if sense If they If they're me. taking
1: a car and he knows they're taking a car, why would he say three days?
0: Well, and also it's like you leave in the morning when it's first light. Okay. So you, you know, like 6.30, 7, whatever. You're going to leave really early in the morning because if you don't want to be out after dark, and I'm assuming it's not winter because they're not, it's maybe fall, but they're not wearing like winter clothes. So let's say the sun goes down at like, Okay, so in Michigan, the sun goes down later, I guess, than, like, other people, because that's something I had no idea until, like, last year. Someone told me that. I know. I don't know why I had no idea, but, like, like my sister lived in Chicago, and she'd be like, oh, yeah, Chicago gets so much darker earlier, and I was like, time differences are a thing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I knew that. Are you that. a flat earther? I'm not a flat earther. <laughs> I, I very much, you know what, Sam, I believe in science. <laughs> you okay did I ever tell you about the co-worker I had and I was telling her about um how they like did um an x-ray on on King Tut's body and they found out that he had like like feminine hips and like a clubbed foot because he was a product of incest and so I was telling my co-worker that and her response like blew me away she goes well how do you know were you alive 3,000 years ago I was like bitch i know because
1: of science <laughs> i was like that's such a weird response I when know, you, like they x-ray like, his body like
0: she was trying to argue with me but with the dumbest argument ever and i was like okay <laughs> I'm like you know what maybe just don't talk to this person anymore anyway um but she said that and i was just like oh my sweet baby jesus <laughs> So, um, no, I'm not a flat earther. So I don't know. Let's say it, 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 like the sun sets around like five. Okay. Let's just say, let's just say. So you have about 11 hours,
1: plenty maybe, of time,
0: maybe 10 to get
1: there. Yeah. That's a fucking enough time. <laughs> That's going to take you three damn days. Like, yeah. <laughs> I also think like, uh, couldn't, if they were driving and they had to stop for the night, like absolutely had to like couldn't they just drive and stop somewhere and just duck down in the car because like if they don't make noise or move no infected would know they were in there because the infected aren't like okay time to search all the vehicles you know yeah i don't i don't don't know like these are things as you stated earlier like just suspend disbelief but it doesn't the the travel time does not fit No, no no
0: it doesn't and it, it, it just, it doesn't make sense. You know, like, and honestly, I'm just going to say this to any person who's from Europe and a four hour car trip is a long ass ride. You have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. Because because a four hour car trip to me is nothing. Like I have driven 10 hours, like across three state lines. So I mean, we both have. We were in the same car, right? It was like twelve-hour drive. It was a long-ass drive. Yeah, it's like yeah. I've driven
1: i I've been in a car for eighteen hours yeah, plus. You have so, yeah yeah, yeah. this
0: year yeah yeah it's uh so yeah if you can't make like four and a half hours and it's a zombie apocalypse or <laughs> I'm just saying like just saying <laughs> that's, that's pretty sad
1: yeah i don't i don't know that part doesn't jive with itself but but then they get to that tunnel and
0: it's like and i'm like isn't there any english person who's like oh no wait i'm sorry i'm sorry are you saying that it's going to take us three days to get from london to manchester it's not going to take that long i've driven there and it doesn't take three bloody days i hope that
1: maybe that scene was cut out (laughs) <laughs> right. i hope so it seems like something selena would say
0: <laughs> yeah i know yeah Ugh. um oh the tunnel scene i found to be incredibly frustrating because weren't they able to like navigate around this like pile of stuff but they decide like frank just decided to go over it like an idiot
1: none of the, nothing in that scene made sense and this is another moment i just have to keep saying it when i was like samantha got <laughs> in my head no I don't think the scene bothered me before. She's probably right now. (laughs) She's probably like, I am
0: vindicated, finally. (laughs) Um,
1: And I was talking to Mike after the movie, and he was equally annoyed by it. And I don't remember the scene bothering me as much when I was younger and I watched it, but I agree. It's like, so they're sitting at the entrance of the tunnel, and Jim is like, well, Frank says, it's the fastest way across the river, and Selena's is like, or Selena said that, anyway, and Jim was like, um, then we should take the indirect route, one in broad daylight, and I said, smarter words have never been spoken, why right. would they even, like, the fact that that was even up for debate makes yeah, no sense. I <laughs> don't, like, you, again,
0: you know these things come out at night, and you are in a dark tunnel where they probably don't know if it's light or if it's night or day, so they're gonna attack you, but also like, you are in a car with three other people and you know that if something happens to your car like it gets damaged you're fucking up shit screaming without a paddle like and i just i that scene like and i think that scene bothered me probably from the first time i saw it because i was like you damn idiot frank you were a fucking idiot
1: how did like, he know he could like that was like a wall of junk and debris it was taller than the car how did he know the car would drive up it and not just like like I said this last night to Mike, like crash, and then the radiators busted, and then you don't have a car. Like, well, and you're not on an all-terrain vehicle. No, you're not a fucking cab. It's a minicab, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then Mike pointed this out, and I agree that when they got to the top of the debris, they were like laughing, like it was a fun ride. And in my, oh, yeah, it was were, like totally. If I was in that cab, I'd be like, I'm. They're morons. So we're gonna get a flat tire. And oh, guess what they did? <laughs> they got a flat tire. And then that that scene had no bearing or purpose for the rest of the movie because they fixed the tire and went on with their way. It didn't, it, it didn't inhibit them at all in the end. So it yeah, was the only just pointless. Reason,
0: yeah. The only reason that they had that scene was to make it scary. And the grossness of the rats maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Or something. And like, but I, that was something that uh, I noticed in, in uh, Cloverfield as well with the rats coming. That they're all like, why are the rats moving that way? Listen, I'm Titanic
1: like- taught us. Titanic <laughs> taught us. <laughs> Titanic. Titanic. Titanic Titanic. Titanic, Titanic. Us. I was drinking Tito's and watching Titanic. <laughs> Everything
0: has a an H in the T <laughs> Titanic.
1: Titanic. I interrupted That's you. The porn version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Titanic. <laughs> I hope there's penises but, um, to shock me. <laughs> um, what were you saying about Cloverfield? I interrupted you. Like the you. rats were moving all like away
0: from the thing, and the, and it's like what you said with Titanic—they're moving away from the water, like rats. Are a species that are used to fear and they are used to running away from things that are scary. So fucking listen to the rats. Like you may not like the rats, but they're gonna save your life if you listen. You know what I mean? <laughs> if, yeah. Like, if you see
1: a horde of rats running in one direction and you're perplexed, then yeah, and I just I don't like. like where pause? have you been? Why do they all pause? Like what oh are they God, like? Oh, have... what are the rats running from? Like oh, well, you know, it's just their daily run. They're in a marathon. It's it's a London marathon for rats. It happens, for a marathon. Yeah. Now that there's no people. They can just really, really relax and live their lives the way they got intended, you, yeah, know? you know,
0: and you know what they call it? They call it a rat race. Oh,
1: <laughs> hell. Hell. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I, <clears throat> so I, w- I was dating this guy and we were, we were watching a movie. Um, I think it was Cube and it's, and I can't remember who's in it. It wasn't that great of a movie. Someone had recommended it to me. And I had came back later and been like, "Why did you make me watch that piece of shit movie?" <laughs> he was like, "You didn't like it," and I was like, "No, it was garbage." But there is a scene, or there's a scene that's not just in this film; it's in actually a lot of stuff. And I call it "Looking into the Light." And oh it's yeah, not the same as like the rats. But looking into the light is when, like. Your savior, or whatever, or whatever scene is coming up that's going to save you. And instead of just going, like, shit, I'm going to get out of here because I don't want to die, you just fucking stare at the light for, and then you're like, oh shit, it's too late. Now I'm dead. And I'm like, you know what? Like, you have been running from whatever or trying to save your life, and you're just going to go, well, like, and then the guy, like, I'm just going off on a tangent, but the dude, like, the entire movie, this one dude, had been like just this like oh I don't know like life has no meaning blah blah, blah. so you like don't care what happens to him <laughs> oh yeah and like he's he like ends up surviving with this one girl and the girl like is like okay bye <laughs> like I'm gonna go save my life and the guy's just like life has no meaning and I'm just gonna stay and then he like end up dying and so you're kind of like well if you weren't such a depressed piece of shit the whole entire film maybe you would <laughs> i say this as a person who's dealing with depression right now he's more so, nihilistic
1: <laughs> like, than depressed it was yeah nihilistic <laughs> like this
0: nihilistic piece of shit like the entire movie is like life has no meaning blah, blah blah and then he like has a chance to get saved and he's just literally standing there like i don't know if i deserve it and i'm like then stay here do whatever you want i gotta go bye yeah like it was it was so and so that's kind of the equivalent of like you're staring at all these rats going where are the rocks going and then it's like oh gee i wonder they're you know this the ship is sinking or oh, the the, the infected are coming the
1: cloverfield oh, monster is coming the cloverfield yeah
0: monsters coming like it's just like Move, 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 like don't stand there, you know? And so um it's just that whole scene, like, and you're right, they're like going over this pile, and Hannah's like, This is amazing. This is a-. I mean, she's not saying it, but she has a look on her face. And um, and they look like they're having a great time, but I mean, I don't think I don't think Jim ever looked very pleased. He looked like he was pretty miserable. No, I right?
1: mean, he he did get his "I told you so" moment when he's like, the "worst place in the world to have a flat," and and yeah. the guys like, and uh, Frank's like, "Yeah, let's get this done quick." And I'd be like, "Oh, you think?" Yeah, really. <laughs> and, I know. And of course, they get done just in time. Of course. And the scene has. I mean, like, I know that scary movies and thrillers do have like pointless scares in them, so it's not without value just in the genre of the movie it is Mm -hmm. but they could have like created some value in some capacity like they had to drive on a flat for like 60 miles or something you know what I mean like something to to make that scene worthwhile because the movie has a little bit more thought behind it than just a normal scary movie so it bothers me that there's such nonsense (laughs) yeah
0: because you're right that really has no impact to the rest of the plot it doesn't change anything they still use the same car later to escape like Mm -hmm. it's yeah there's no it's not like they're like shit we're out of luck you know yeah I don't I thought that was very strange too and it's like Okay, for one, good thing that the little girl knows how to change a tire, and good thing everyone else knows how to change a tire. Well, and everyone
1: else is strong enough to hold a cab up, which actually does make sense. Like, those cars are pretty small, and right. um, when I was in, I went to Europe with a school, like a school trip tour, and my parents went as well, but they went with, like, the adult tour at the same time, and my mom was saying that they were in some, I don't remember what country it was, but they were driving down these, like, really tiny roads in a tour bus, and and there was a car that was parked badly. And so the bus driver had a bunch of the guys get out of the, the tour bus and lift up the car and move it. And then they just kept driving. So it's possible to lift up cars over there, I guess. But no, um, I
0: think it's true. My cause when I went to Italy, um, my my cousin, who actually just recently passed away, unfortunately. Um his name was Alfonso. Yeah. Oh, in
1: Italy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: I was I've only met him like twice, but oh, my mom was I'm pretty. Sorry. Yeah. It's It is sad. I mean, I, I didn't really know him that well, but from what I remember, I did like him, but anyway, so he recently passed away, but he had a car called the Cinquecento. Um, and it's basically like, so a little VW bug is already pretty small. It's an even smaller version of that. Really? Yes. (laughs) It's very tiny. If you look it up, Cinquecento, it's C-I-N-Q-U-E-C-E-N-T-O. Um, and they're just like these cute little cars. And yeah, I could definitely see people picking those up. But my dad loved that car. So
1: when we went. I bet they're fun to drive because they're like <laughs> tiny little roller skates. Well,
0: so I actually have kind of a story. So my dad loved the Cinquecento. And um, he would get in the car with Alfonso. But my dad is six foot four. So his knees were like at his mouth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that sounds very
0: uncomfortable. <laughs> he, he loved it. And so he had bought a PS3, which I currently have and I'm not giving back. Oh, it's um, a
1: Fiat. That's really cute. Yeah, it's really very cute. small. Yeah.
0: So we were playing Need for Speed on his PS3 and we decided to play with Cinquecentos <laughs> <laughs> on like a icy like snow, snowy terrain. And I got stuck in a wall and I couldn't like I couldn't reverse. I couldn't move. I couldn't reverse. I couldn't go forward. And I was like, I'm stuck in the wall. I'm like, why are we using these tiny damn Cinquecentos? He like insisted on it. He's like, let's use Cinquecentos and we'll race. And I was like, okay, that sounds like fun. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like you know these are useless. <laughs> they're either, like they're tiny cute little cars, but you can't do anything with yeah, them. Yeah, no, you know? yeah, yeah. So then I like the next time I use like a Dodge Charger, and I was like boom and I won, and I was like, what? It's <laughs> Because I need to drink <laughs> <laughs> They're not really built for speed. <laughs> no, they're they're built for like maybe going to like the grocery store and that. On the it. tiny
1: tiny <laughs> yeah. roads with curvy roads. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. So they. Anyway, they keep going, and I really, like, one of my favorite scenes is the grocery store scene. Do you like oh, that too. scene? Yes, yes, yeah. It's just, it's I so fun. I love the apples. He's like,
0: mm, radiated. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and, uh, and Selena's like, don't take anything that needs to be cooked, and Jim's like, I think you can eat this raw, and he puts whatever he puts in yeah. his car, and then Jim's just, like, taking liquor, and Frank's like, don't just take liquor. And, you know, he gets, like, top shelf stuff, and gets, like, three boxes, and then goes back for fourth, and it's just it, so though, joyful. You,
0: well, you almost think that he's like, no, we don't need alcohol, but it's not that it's not, no, we don't need alcohol. It's why are you buying this cheap ass <laughs> shit when we could use this really nice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we can get whatever uh- we want. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that. Cause you like, you don't see it coming. And then he like, He's like, now you need to use this. This has a great taste and blah, blah. And so you're like, oh, he isn't the alcohol. He just doesn't (laughs) want the cheap, gross guy. No,
1: go hog wild. Yeah. I mean, you might as well. This movie raised a question that I had uh, when watching the movie Bird Box. And it's something I didn't think about the first couple times I watched 28 Days Later either. But Bird Box, which I did not like one single bit of, but it had this. I liked Bird Box. Bird Box had this ridiculous like contrived situation where they had to like drive to a grocery store blindfolded and then drive home. And I was like, why didn't why don't they just live at the grocery store? And I was thinking the same thing about twenty eight days later. Like I know that they thought they were searching for the answer to infection and they heard the radio broadcast. But at the same time I was like, you could just hole up in the grocery store. You could. You yeah. know, like I, I and I in twenty eight days later at least there was a purpose for why they didn't for reasons I just stated. But right. in an an apocalypse situation, like, why are people not living in grocery
0: stores? Yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. I think maybe, unless you're living in, like, a big, like, a big box store that doesn't have a lot of windows, I think maybe the biggest concern would be there's just so many windows in front, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess, but you could, like, do something to them. I mean, I guess you could put shopping carts in front of them. Yeah, th- we know that, that that's effective. Yeah. <laughs> but I love, I just love I'm the just shopping scene. Cheeky. Yeah. I love the shopping scene and I love the picnic scene. We
0: do. We do. And
1: there's another thing I don't understand. And I know it serves a purpose later in the movie for a bit of dialogue, but it bothers me that Jim has seen the destruction and the horrificness of this infection. And when they stop to siphon gasoline, he's, she's like, Selena's like, where are you going? Yes. And he's like, going in there. And I was like, me why why go in there? Me too,
0: me too. That bug, that I was actually thinking that as I was watching that scene, because she's like, don't, like the entire time she's like, Jim, don't walk away. Don't like, don't get away. And it's like, she's not saying this because she's controlling or she's being like, just trying to like, b- like make you feel like a child. She's not doing that because she's trying to like, make you feel that she's doing it because she wants you to survive like she's you know like i don't and he says kind of like a, um oh you know it's like being on holiday with your aunt and like i get it uh we've all been on holidays with our aunts before and they're not always fun you know
1: um but but when, as soon as he walked in that building and saw all the people why wouldn't he just back why did he go in there in the first place yeah, but I, at, at least I, his curiosity should have been like, I don't need to go further once he saw them. Well,
0: like and he's like, I, I, I want a hamburger. So I know he wasn't obviously thinking he was really gonna find a hamburger, but like at the same time, like part of me was wondering, is he thinking that he's gonna find like leftover meat? Because I hate to tell you, buddy, <laughs> but that meat's gonna be way disgusting now. Like it's you know There was
1: no the only point to that scene was that later in the movie he told the general that he killed a boy because yeah. the general's like, You wouldn't be Wait, here is it
0: major? I
1: think it's Major, Henry. Let's see. Major. It's Major. Major. Okay. So Major's like, the Major's like, you wouldn't be here if you hadn't killed somebody, which I actually thought was a really interesting line and a smart line. Like, the only way to survive is to, like, kill others. Yeah. Kill infected. And then he says he killed the little boy because he killed the boy in the and i think that's supposed to be kind of a reveal because they don't actually show him killing the boy but i you know i, I kind of knew that he killed i don't think i ever didn't know that he killed the boy i think i think that they do kind of show it they kind of show him smashing
0: oh like, yeah, yeah yeah it's not like it's not graphic or anything it's more just like like it's implied so you're kind of like okay you I see understand. him like raise the bat or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah i mean it's definitely like yeah you don't see it but it's 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 implied that it happened. But yeah, you're right. That is kind of like it's really again like and I I think what you were you were saying is while later or I don't know if you were <laughs> I'm gonna just say this, whatever. Okay. I think later it is a profound scene because he like the major is right. You like you're here because you killed someone else, you know, because or else that person was gonna kill you. But it to me like it i don't know if
1: it was important enough to the story to include that that scene i think it was because it was in response to jim jim's initial attempts to protect selena Mm -hmm. from the men because the one guy was like holding her machete up and being like if you want to hold like as a penis and saying like oh if you want to get a hold of a real man you know And, and they were kind of starting to assault her a little bit and and jim was kind of fighting them off and then the major took him into the other room and i think he was trying to show him like you think you have this moral high ground but we're all you know like we've all done things so I do think yeah, that that right. speech yeah. from the the general or the major, I can't remember major, major. major, has purpose, but I don't think the scene, like I don't it's just another thing where like the, you can convey what Jim did in a different way that doesn't make him seem so careless. Like why would yeah. he put why would he put himself and everyone else in danger just to walk into that's, you know, like that little well like and if they were going to have the scene, if they were going to do like if they were
0: going to need to have that part you're right. Cause it is pretty, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's basically a person who's justifying the rape of two it's, women Yeah, because they think that, oh, well, you know, everyone has to whatever. I mean, it's not justified at all, but, um, they could have had like not included that part and instead had him like kill, uh, an infected that was running towards them after they had gotten the flat tire you know yeah he could
1: have killed an infected any time and it could have been a boy still you know but it just it just that's another little point in the movie where i was like wait a second what is his motivation here is he just trying to be defiant for what reason because up until this point he wasn't really like he didn't want them to go in the tunnel right so it was very it was very
0: strange that it was like it was It was like he was trying to be rebellious, but I'm like, but you can't be rebellious in this, like in the state that the world is in right now, because you'll die. Like that's, that's it. Like I, I get that. Like it's feels restraining and you feel like you're, you know, you're caught in this one place and you kind of are, but also like, do you want to live or do you want to do something stupid and rebellious and die? Right. You know, and it's, it's like, it's up to you, (laughs) you know, like, what do you want to do? So Yeah. I, anyway, we should move on to the, uh, them coming to the the compound and everything. Yeah.
1: There's two, there's one thing I want to mention. Um, there is a dream sequence, like when they're all resting for the night after they've had their little picnic, which I really like. And there's a dream sequence that borders like kind of corny, but I like that frank sort of shakes jim awake and he's like you're just having a dream and and jim was like thanks dad you know i thought that was really sweet oh i didn't
0: catch that i didn't notice that he said it's just a
1: nice moment where you could see that they're like gelling and bonding as a group and like frank is like a father figure more than just like a companion he's kind of like becoming this almost like uh surrogate father figure and and they feel safe together you know and and i like that they introduce the um the xanax or the valium valium yeah and and jim says like oh valium you know like if we take some even if we got attacked by infected we wouldn't even care yeah i like like, i like
0: that part it's a really nice setup for later
1: yeah Oh yeah big time so yeah and then they arrive at the compound
0: yeah and it makes sense that like that frank might be like a father figure because i'm assuming that jim and selena are probably like in their early 20s you know they're maybe like 23 ish maybe a little bit older but i wouldn't see i wouldn't i can't imagine them being much older than that you know because i would i would imagine like what hannah's like 16 or something yeah Yeah. that's probably
1: i think yeah she's definitely a teenager i thought she was maybe preteen, and mike was like i kind of thought she was like 16 and i think that's right yeah yeah um but um
0: so it, it makes sense that they might view him that way because he's just kind of like this older like, you know, but the whole scene where he gets infected, that that kind of bothers me too because I'm I'm like it's so I've been okay, I'm I've been on a subreddit called Never Tell Me the Odds. And it's basically like videos and like gifts of like people who are um like in these in situations where you're like this is impossible like this would never happen but it happens and like one of them one of them was actually a it was like a uh it made me laugh because it was a clip from like a video game and someone was playing I think it was probably Grand Theft Auto but I wasn't sure but they were parasailing or parachuting down and they get hit by this or they like hit like a giant like spinning like satellite or whatever
1: and it, a satellite
0: it's not a satellite it's like a satellite dish oh okay yeah, sorry a satellite dish so it's like a spinning satellite dish and it like cuts the strings and then the guy falls and there's like a, a like a ladder like so it's like a hole cut in like the floor and the guy the guy falls down the ladder head first and dies <laughs> It's just like it was a cartoon. Oh, I was, it was video- you were like
1: was okay. I forgot that you said it was a video game, yeah. and I was like, "Jeez, Lauren, <laughs> like, All
0: right, Lauren." Okay,
1: like, I gotta cut this short. Yeah, uh, I was no, a little was, bit horrified because you were laughing so And I
0: watched it like three times because it made me laugh every time. Because the guy like, like it was just so perfect that like he just like happened to fall into this tiny little hole, and then he like fell down. So I was as I was watching that scene. Where Frank gets like the infected blood in his eye because like a like a bird happens to like have a severed eyeball or whatever it's called. Not not a severed eye, you get what I mean.
1: The bird was perched on top of a dead
0: body. Oh, I thought I had like taken an eyeball and like put it on its no. Okay, maybe I whatever. Anyway, either way, it's infected blood from an eyeball. And or whatever it was. And um, like the fact that it fell straight into Frank's
1: eye, I was like, hashtag never tell me the odds. <laughs> I really, I actually really like the way he gets infected because it was more creative than just having him get attacked. That's true. That's true. But I also, as someone who wears glasses on a regular basis, if there's a drop of water falling, it's the, the amount of times that it will land on my glasses and therefore on or around my eye, is it's astronomical. Like, it happens more frequently. Like, one time I was oh, walking... Really? So
0: it does happen a lot.
1: Oh, yeah. And I know that because it's the, like it annoys me so much. So one time I was walking into work in the other building, not like the building that you're familiar with. And there's a tree over the walkway. And I was walking under the tree. It had rained earlier that morning. It was not raining at that time. I walked under the tree and a drop fell between my glasses and onto my eye. And like, oh god, we were heading like, Me and this droplet of water, were working our way towards each other all morning. Like that droplet of water, a bunch of rain had fallen on that tree and conjoined itself. And then the water was slowly traveling down the, the stick, down the stick, down a branch onto a leaf and it was resting on a leaf, slowly waiting to drip. Meanwhile, I'm at home getting ready, taking a shower. I always gave my glasses a good cleaning before work every day it wasn't raining anymore, eating my breakfast, you know, texting, whatever, I drive to work, traffic is probably fine, I get to work, I park, I get all my stuff, I'm walking into the building, the little droplet of water is on the leaf, just sort of, like, hanging there, I'm walking up, and then, like, two ship well, two ships in the night is a bad analogy, just, like, two peop two things destined to meet, I'm underneath it, plop, falls, right, so, I mean, I don't doubt that something like that could happen. (laughs) Like, that was, that was thrilling. (laughs) (laughs) So, well, I think I agree with you at at some point. I also think like I like how creative it is. That's <laughs> true. I, I guess the, my glasses I guess drips have fallen into my
0: eyes. Oh my gosh. I'm like, what is that? My <laughs> glasses
1: will get wet from like there won't even be water that I can see and all of a sudden there's like a drop and I'm thinking like where did that come from? So it's like eyes are like a magnet for water. Yeah.
0: No, I could <clears throat> I guess it's just like I guess it's less like okay so that could happen and more like why would you go over there if you're seeing a dead body.
1: Yeah, well, he was pissed and he was, like, kicking the thing because the the crow was, like, making him angry because the crow was, like, cawing and he's, like, shut up, get out of here and kicking and then it dripped from, like, the body. I know what you mean, like, but I don't, like, also, like, as we've just talked about, like, you maybe wouldn't expect to get infected from, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No,
0: I... I guess it does happen. I guess it does happen. I mean, I think it's a lot more likely with rain than with blood, but you know. Well thankfully. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> thankfully. Thankfully indeed. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. No, I don't need blood in my eyes. It's not my own blood. <laughs> anyway. Who does? Who does really? Who does? Yeah. So anyway, so we can we can talk about the uh them coming to the compound now. So They've been following this this radio transmission following to you know Manchester, which is three days away from London, apparently. (laughs) And um like the whole thing, like you can just see like right away how uncomfortable Selena is and
1: like Hannah. And well, they watch the soldiers like pump him full of bullets, pump Frank full of bullets because he's infected. Oh, that's And Jim's, right. like, about to kill him. That's right, that's right, yeah. And I'm glad that, like, in my, in, like, the universe that this movie takes place in, like, it's good that Jim wasn't the one to kill him, because now Hannah doesn't have that memory of seeing Jim kill him. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, but sure. he needed to die, but it was still, like, they, like, shot him way full of bullets. That's true.
0: I mean, yeah, that, I mean, well, and Hannah's dad just
1: yeah so they're like they lost a member of their group who we've just discovered is becoming like a father figure to them or like a right you know right like a companion friend father figure
0: it doesn't seem like hannah really ever is grieving over her dad i mean to be fair though the next like what 25 30 minutes of the film are very fast-paced you know yeah um because now you know the major is like oh, women, you know, mean hope. And so I've promised my, you know, my, uh, troop or whatever women. And I was like, okay, (laughs) well, first of all, fuck you. (laughs) Secondly, like what, how dare you? Like, how dare you? Like, I'm just going to promise you women as if women are just objects that they can just go ahead and use. And like, just the whole thing was so disgusting. And I mean, obviously it was meant to be that way, but, um, I forgot when I had seen like this movie again, what a bad guy Christopher Eccleston was and his character is just like, he's, I actually really like him as an actor. Um, I think he's great. I think he's very talented and, but his character is just so slimy and so, the whole thing is just so unsettling and so creepy. And also like what I really, I don't like, I don't hate it because I think it's a very clever way of doing things, but what really like freaks me out about this whole thing is that it just felt so real, like it could definitely happen. And that's terrifying, you know, (laughs) like being in a situation where you're a bunch of, you're a woman and you're against a bunch of guys it's just it's really scary you know
1: it is scary and i did have a question and mike brought this question up last night and he he thought it was unrealistic that after only 28 days they would be at the point of being okay like raping women and i kind of i think i tend to agree with that like it did seem extreme for how short a time had art had passed um i thought it was like 40 40- I thought it was, like, 56 days, though. No, when they first arrive, it was, like, 28 days plus, I don't know, a couple days. Oh, that's right. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, and so it does seem weird that all of them, except for one, would be at that point. It seems like maybe one of them would be, like, kind of a rapist.
0: Yeah, like, there was that one dude that, like, when they were having like they were taking Jim out to like kill him like big time was like mm, that guy's definitely sus like he's shady as fuck yeah um and I could see him being one just because the way he was talking about the the women and like what he was saying what he was gonna do was like oh okay yeah but you're right 28 days
1: is not a long time it's really not you yeah know? and like Mike was saying like you'd still be trying to like figure out what's going on and what happened and how to like survive. Right. But then I mean you do learn that one of like the the major found one of them about to kill themselves and oh, so yeah. he was like I told them that there'd be women because women mean hope and maybe he was just selling it cuz I maybe he was just selling it that way to like justify his actions but this is something that always bothers me about apocalyptic things shows movies when there's like um a reproduction element and i was like nobody like no person why are people wanting to reproduce in this in this world like that would be the last thing on my that would be maybe not even on my mind is, oh yeah it's like getting pregnant giving birth and then having to raise a child and then like what are the options like are you just gonna have a bunch of kids and have them reproduce with each other like it's 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 such a weird and Mike suggested maybe he was just selling that to, like, justify his actions, which probably true. But that I also sense. think, like, do women represent hope or do women just represent, like, a release, you know, which is... Yeah. Yeah. Which I guess could be associated
0: with hope, I guess. <laughs> but you're right. I think it's it's less... I think it's less of like, no, this is legitimate and we need to like rebuild, like we need to reproduce and rebuild the planet and more like what, like a justify like an ends to the means to the end or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't want his troops to die. He doesn't want his men to die or or kill themselves, whatever. Um, but you're right. 28 days. I really never have thought about that, but that's not a long time. I didn't either until Mike mentioned it. Yeah. 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 And it's like, Men are not animals. Right. I mean, these men were. Yeah, they were. (laughs) It was like in general, I would like to think that men can keep themselves together and not just rape some random woman that comes into their world. You know what I mean? And it's like, and obviously there's bad people everywhere, women and men, but in this particular instance, like 28 days is not that long. It's (laughs) like, you know, like, like as a, as a global like as a global people we've been through a pandemic that was a lot like it's just like I don't know whatever like I think you're like okay I I definitely agree with you you're right that is and I I never put two and two together but now no, that me neither I'm like oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you speaking of um like time passing did you ever see 28 weeks later yeah it's garbage i it's awful i don't think i ever finished it i started watching it and then i realized that 28 days later was on hulu like when i watched it before <laughs> and i was like well first of all in, like i think i maybe watched like 20 minutes of it but seriously like within the first 20 minutes or first like five minutes i was like this isn't a Boyle film nope it's and not. i was like and i looked it up just to make sure that i was right and i was like Yep, I'm right, and I'm like, why am I watching this movie if it's not even by Danny Boyle? It's <laughs> so I bad.
1: Just... It's so bad. Not even like I saw <laughs> it when I was still in my watching Twenty Eight Days Later multiple times phase, and it was so bad that didn't even carry it. It was so awful. <laughs> it's
0: like uh, it's like the Descent too. You know, the first one was perfect. It was a great movie. The second one was so like everything that made the descent the first one so good with like the atmosphere and like using the like ambient noise to make you scared and like it was so well done I think Neil Marshall was the director but then the second one first of all it was like it was like they were like bring any lights you have we're gonna put them in this cave yeah it's gonna be the best well-lit cave ever (laughs) and also they brought back down the woman who just suffered the loss of literally all her friends and they were like we need to find your find your friends' bodies. And I was like, first of all, why would you no? Okay, you're not, I'm not even gonna get into it. <laughs> not even gonna get into it. I didn't finish that movie either because it was terrible. But whatever. I'm just saying, why do you keep making Hollywood? I'm asking you Hollywood, okay? <laughs> why do you keep making these terrible sequels to these amazing
1: movies? Stop it. <laughs> it's just like it's is just they, I don't, I don't understand it, but they think they're going to make as much money. Yeah. But you know what? It's either. probably like the pins that they do make is probably enough to like make them be like, that was worth it. You know? Yeah. well it's-
0: And it's not like, it's not like, um, like Marvel that has to make a new, you know, Fantastic Four movie every 10 years to keep the to like keep the oh yeah you told me about that yeah right or whatever yeah it's just they're just doing it because they're like let's make a conjuring one two and three and then we're going to make an annabelle movie even though the original annabelle is like this non-creepy looking like raggedy and we're gonna find the creepiest doll that you can ever find and then we're gonna make her more creepy and then she's gonna be haunted but y'all gonna know because you're gonna look at her and you're gonna go damn that doll's super haunted because she's so fucking creepy looking like (laughs) It was like it was like when they remade the Omen, like the original Omen, the '70s one. The kid was like adorable. You're like, oh, he's not the Antichrist. He's so cute. Look at him. And then in the new one, you're like, fuck that kid. The kid's Antichrist. <laughs> he's so creepy. Like immediately, you're like, that kid's the devil. <laughs> I know it. I know it in my soul. He's so creepy. Uh,
1: anyway, no. All you're saying, everything you're saying is, I agree with. Yeah. yeah and they always like they market it. As like they they know that they don't have a leg to stand on because it's yeah. not made by Danny Boyle for instance right. so they they like from the mines that named their son Daniel which is kind <laughs> of like Danny Boyle like that's their selling point <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Be- I love it. Because they have to find some connection. Well, I guess the title like, also, from but... From
0: the man who lived next door to a man named Danny. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from yeah, Danny Putty's hairstylist. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I was watching it. I, like, saw an advertisement for something called Malignant, a movie called Malignant. And they were, like, from the mind of James Wan. And I was, like, that name sounds really familiar. (laughs) So I looked it up. I think I told you this. I looked it up. And it was, like, The Conjuring, Conjuring 2. I was, like, I'm never going to watch this movie now because, because (laughs) first of all, his mind is one track. (laughs) Well, it is it is one track. But then I watched, like, the third, I started watching the third Conjuring movie. And I think I was telling you about this, like, creepy-ass nun that, like, Patrick Wilson was like, "I'm just casually painting this incredibly oh yeah painting. Painting and She's like, "That's fine. You can keep it right there above the mantle We'll love to look at it every night." And like, I was like, "I would have been like, get this fucking shit out of my house and burn it."
1: <laughs> like that is wow. like, ass painting. I hate those tropes because it's always so obvious and stupid anyway it's like kids painting pictures like this is a picture of you dying and then like the mom's (laughs) like oh let's hang it up in your bedroom and then later the mom is so perplexed it's like why didn't i see this coming as the picture that like the creepy kid from the ring yeah she's not
0: dead yet mother
1: (laughs) mother (laughs) so anyway it is enough that mother
0: okay all
1: right back, back to 28 days later the superior <laughs> film that is actually from danny boyle yes, yes yes um yeah it is scary like it is daniel boyle <laughs> okay <sorry. laughs> it's scary and then they're taking i like when jim is um in like the little prison area with the one soldier who's like pretty much spelling it out, like, no, the, the disease is not everywhere. They're just quarantina, quarantining us. Everywhere else in the world, life is going on normally. And Jim's like, oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and then they take him out, and this is where I want to go with it. So I used to think that this scene was very brilliant, and I still like it. But So they t- some soldiers take Jim and the, and the other soldier out to execute them. And through, like, hijinks, Jim escapes, And then he's like hiding for a second in the woods and he sees a plane flying over. And when I was younger, I was like, mind blown. He knows that they're quarantined. He sees a plane. But when I was watching it last night, I was like, surely that's not the first commercial airliner to fly over if they are being quarantined (laughs) mike suggested i have to give credit where credit's due mike suggested that maybe up until that point even the airspace was quarantined and that could be the first plane yeah we don't i just have to throw that out there because it did come up but what did you think no one
0: no one's gonna be like no one's going to be pushing this rule of like a quarantine airspace you know what I mean yeah like
1: who's going to shoot down the plane that's a yeah, good like question no one, no, everyone's dead yeah <laughs> you know?
0: so I just like, like hey, everyone I hey, I hey I know I hey hey sweetie I know your entire family died from the infection yeah but we're going to need you to come in on Saturday Thanks.
1: <laughs> you're the only one who can run the missile
0: oh my god could you do that for me thank you so much no I'm going to go on
1: vacation <laughs> to Manchester it's going to take me three days um, <laughs>
0: just get salty over that because it's so stupid
1: well i mean they would have noticed it like others would have noticed like uh, like we all have seen planes fly over it's not it's not like they're not like mysterious they just right. they fly and they leave and this one left like a well, contrail isn't, isn't it like
0: Heathrow airport like right near london well i guess it would well, it's be closed not, down. yeah it's not
1: like it's an international flight it's not right. coming from england or going to england that we know if it's like you know, five miles up, right? And right. it's at like cruising altitude. You know, they're right. But I, I, I never thought of this before. But they would all notice it. Like even the soldiers who were intending to kill him would probably notice it because planes do last in the sky for a while. Well, they make a lot of noise. It's hard to ignore them. Well, you know? I mean, it, it was so high up that maybe That's you true. could hear it. But I, I just, it bothers me now. I think it's still a really good idea. But I it bothers me because I can't shake the fact that I don't know why nobody noticed it and I don't know why that's the first plane to go over unless there is an implication somewhere or a scene that was cut out that oh nobody was even flying over right right yeah I don't know
0: it's a good question because <laughs> I don't know that, that you're right I mean it like the only thing I can think of is that and I don't know how much this makes sense. It it really probably doesn't at all. Is that it's like a rural area, so maybe they're not flying over it because it's not populated. But that doesn't make sense because you fly over the ocean. It's not like yeah. I think you like you oh, fly friend, with like my friend. The whale is down there. <laughs> yeah. I don't
1: think that routes are distinguished <laughs> because of like populace. Because I mean, right? I think you fly like with the jet stream and you fly like just like an established most. Route. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so, no, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, but, um, anyway, that so is a good
0: point. Though, it because- bothers
1: me because now I can't unthink it. And I used right. to really, I still enjoy what it conveyed, but I used to really enjoy what it conveyed on many levels. And now it's just like there's this like nagging in my head. And, you know, like, thanks, Samantha. Once again, no, it's not. It's not her fault. <laughs> Thank you. But, <laughs> um, so I just can't get over the fact that, like, Somebody would have noticed it, and they right. do make noise. Like even when they're that high, if it's oh, yeah, quiet, still, you can still yeah. kind of hear the rumbling, like well, you, you said, can see the jet stream. Yeah, you know, so it's so not, it's
0: you can see it
1: for a while, and if it the sun glints off it, yeah, yeah. So it's it's just kind of like,
0: uh. yeah, you're right. That's not like kind of yeah. I mean, again, we have to put like you know, suspend disbelief. This is a <laughs> sci-fi movie, so things do happen, you know. But it's. You're right, though. It is, like, a little bit where um, it's still something where you're, like, but this could have been done better.
1: (laughs) You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't even know. I can't even begin to think, like, what they could have done better. But, or, well, yeah, just, like, once again, Samantha, spell it out for me is my nickname. (laughs) Just, like, have something somewhere someone somewhere say something at some time right <laughs> right
0: right no I that, get it that there's a reason why it's they like haven't 10 seen planes. you can't just suddenly have aliens yes. and like, no end, like, yeah alien. like, yeah run. like I would
1: like it if John Goodman showed up in this movie and explained why there were no planes before this that makes right. sense to me no and then he just like disappears <laughs> and where'd he go
0: oh he's able to teleport <laughs> I actually didn't know he played, and this is very surprising for me, but he plays the voice of Santa Claus in, um, in Futurama. In, oh, like, a really? Episodes. Yeah. But he like, wasn't using his normal voice. He was using like a deeper version. So I didn't, I was like, wow, that guy sounds really familiar. And I'd seen it. So like, I've seen Futurama dozens of times. Like it's, I watch when I, when I'm winding down at night, I watch either one of two things. I watch Bob's burgers or I watch Futurama. And that's like it. <laughs> Those are like mostly Bob's burgers and I've seen Bob's burgers probably literally hundreds of times. Um but um I it's just calming. It's very soothing to me. And it kind of like it makes me feel a little nostalgic for like my own past life, like working at the restaurant and everything. You know what I mean? So it's kind of I have like a, a love for it. But yeah. But, um, yeah, I didn't realize that he, he did the voice of, of Santa Claus. I oh, was, like, very surprised. Yeah, interesting.
1: Like, so I, I liked when Selena was giving Hannah the pills. And she's, yeah, like, and too. Selena and Hannah's, like, are you trying to kill me? And she's, like, no, I'm trying to make you not feel anything, which is, a very, like, a throwback. And I yeah. liked that. And
0: then and then she never got the chance to take them herself
1: yeah Yeah. no yeah like i don't and that's another convenience thing because like i don't know why he suddenly ran in because they were cool i don't know what made him like what made him run in
0: i thought that was kind of weird too i thought because she's like if you want us to get dressed you need to leave and i thought that was pretty smart of her right and like he's like okay i totally get it like and and but yeah then all of a sudden he's like what drugs (laughs) drugs <laughs> you know and it's like but he doesn't know he has yeah, no why, idea what
1: made him bust in like he let they left her like 0. 0.3 seconds and then ran back in and I, I have no idea why he did that except it's just another like yeah convenience. and it's, like, it's not like
0: the place is like small enough where you could hear someone like it's a big enough room where I feel right. like they were far enough away you couldn't hear them
1: you know well, yeah and they, they were just like they weren't even in there long enough to change into their clothes so yeah. I don't know what like what was the point just just so Selena couldn't take the drugs? Yeah, I don't... I mean, it was very
0: weird, but I... The implication of her not being able to take the drugs and if Jim didn't show up when he did is very dark and very upsetting yeah it is really (laughs) scary like the
1: the the concept of that whole situation where the men are dressing them up in fancy dresses and and intending to have their way with them a young girl especially well anybody but oh yeah like you know I thought that was, was it's pretty dark
0: yeah 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 and I really like that she's like no, I'm not trying to kill you, but you're about to go through something horrific and I can't stop it from happening. Yeah. So I'm just going to make sure that you're not even aware of it, you know? And like, Mm -hmm. yeah. And like, honestly, same. (laughs) Like, I mean, I probably would have just taken enough to kill myself, to be honest. Like if I knew that that was my fate, I would have just been like, you know what? Why? Why live in this world? You know, I'm going to die anyway, in a horrible way, maybe. I might as well go out on my own terms, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and again, as I said, this movie isn't about so much the infected being the monsters. It's about people being the monsters because all of these men are so okay. And on board with raping these two women. And it's like, what the fuck, you know, like there's not one person who's like, Oh, the one,
1: well there was, and he was executed. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah.
0: So one good guy and like a group of 10 men and the rest are like, freaking savages and like so scary and and uh every time like someone got attacked by like a an infected I was like or like one of the guys did I was like oh 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 no oh no oh that's so sad oh so sad (laughs) and at the end when uh when Hannah which I thought was brilliant that she like put the car in reverse to like have um mailer like yeah. yeah or yeah mailer like come and attack henry or the major uh i was like that was brilliant that was brilliant because and then when he's like screaming and getting attacked i was like mm, life is so hard <laughs> <for> you
1: <laughs> i did i did like when well i didn't like when jim well jim came to rescue them mm-hmm. and he like killed the last guy by like Shoving his finger, his thumbs in the guy's eyeballs. Oh yeah, that which was. I had to look away at because I knew it was coming and I did not like it. But <laughs> I, I
0: liked that he did it. But I didn't like. It's not something I'd like like watching. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was. It was an appropriate ending for that particular character. Yeah. Because he was such a piece of shit um that I didn't feel sorry for him
1: you know again I was like oh oh oh, no
0: are you getting your eyes gouged out that's so sad <laughs> you
1: know? I like that him and Selena started kissing and yeah. Hannah like tried to attack him and she's like oh I, I thought, thought he was he was you were fighting, and he's like I was kissing her and then he goes are you stoned which I think is like <laughs> know a funny know. little moment but then yeah. he gets shot in the gut by, by
0: Henry by yeah the, by major. the major
1: but then he survived he survived yeah. I like that how you don't know what happens but then they wake up and they're actually like kind of happy like living in this cottage and like have the message to the plane that's like flying over I guess to check for survivors and I stuff. love
0: I love that whole scene me it too. gives me like goosebumps every it's a time. beautiful like
1: beautiful music and there's finally like real colors like like deep colors and the sky looks peaceful and it yeah yeah
0: And I like that their, like, sign doesn't say help. It says hello. Yeah, I like that as well. There's, like, I'm getting goosebumps talking about that scene. It's just, there's so much like, because we talked about the alternate scene. So the alternate scene, Jim gets shot and he dies. Yeah. They try to save him in the hospital and he doesn't, it doesn't work out and he dies. And it's basically like Selena and Hannah walking away and Hannah's doing something close to, I assume, is crying, but she's (laughs) not that good of an actress, so it's really bad. But um, it was
1: just like, it just didn't feel right it's too cold because like selena and jim have have now experienced this like loving bond almost yeah. and then it's just showing how she like turns her emotions off and she's like we've got to keep moving and it's too cold and i i yeah. think i told you when i watched it that i liked the silhouette of them walking away in their fancy dresses but that's about all i liked of it because jim is like we meet Jim, Jim is the main character, and it it's so much better when he lives, yeah, well,
0: and also again, as I've said, you cannot have like Chekhov's gun in the fourth part without showing it in the first part, you know what I mean, like you can't have him die without there being foreshadowing that he is going to die, yeah, you know and and it's and everyone else's death is was expected mm-hmm. pretty much, but him dying is just like. It just, it just kind of puts like a bitter taste in your mouth. Like it's not, it's like a lazy, like, ending, yeah. you
1: know, it's, it's a bad ending because it's it like, is. I guess it's like, maybe they were trying to bookend it with like, he wakes up in a hospital bed and he ends in a hospital bed. But I liked the foreshadowing of him waking up again. Cause we see him wake up yeah, yeah. and he's got like the bandage on his stomach and he's in like this nice bed and. And that's, not, that's a better like Chekhov's gun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And again, there's hope at the end because you yeah. see a plane going
0: overhead and so they have all these, you know, these sheets that they spend hours and hours sewing in this like not like a manual like sewing machine um, <laughs> that I think had to be like. Yeah, like something. a Victorian sewing machine. Yeah, I was yeah. like, that's, it was kind of a cool sewing machine. Mm-hmm. Um, like I would totally own one of those. I like them. Uh, but uh, yeah like the the idea of them all being alive and them just being like hey we're here what's up you know like it was just nice and there's so much like it it just brings me joy because you don't know what's going to happen but all you feel is like you know what i think things are going to be okay right you know yeah but exactly the alternate ending you're like well psh what's the point of now keep going like you know yeah and
1: then there's no reason to show the plane or to talk about them being quarantined because the the only outcome at, on the alternate ending is like they're still battling there's yeah. no there's nobody coming for them yeah but the hope is like they're together and the real ending they're together but the, also the hope is that the plane he saw was a real harbinger of good you yeah, know yeah, yeah 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 it's i think i like the ending i think it's perfect for the movie yeah i really it's like the movie ending. it's 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 self-contained. It has a great ending. So, would you recommend this movie? I would. I would but recommend to it. <laughs> it. Yeah. No, well, I did. I forced her to watch it with me at least once. But um, you Tom Sawyer. <laughs> yes, I did. I was like, boy, I want to watch this movie. But no, um, I would recommend it. I still really enjoy it. There's just things that I noticed now, just being older and wiser. And but I, I still would recommend it. I think it's it's pretty fun. It's gross. Uh, but it's a very creative take on a zombie movie and it's just worthwhile. Don't watch 28 weeks later, as you've already nope. heard, but this one is is good. And and I would recommend also just going down like a, an adventure in Danny Boyle's movies yeah. as well. How about you? I would recommend it. I also agree you should go down an adventure.
0: I I liked millions. I thought millions was cute, and uh, sunshine I really liked too. So if you like if you like 28 Days Later, you're probably gonna like his other stuff, is what I'm saying. Yep um and yeah i would recommend it i think it's unique i think it's um it's it's emotional and, and it's good and it's compelling and you're rooting for these characters and the ones that die that you know you're just kind of like well you know maybe hit had a coming so <laughs> you know so you don't like feel bad and that's always nice when you're like ah eh, that guy was jackass is like whatever piece of shit um so yeah i would yeah definitely for sure and danny Boyle's, i mean he he obviously puts a lot of time and effort into his films and you can really tell, you know?
1: Yeah. He, he has a lot of, like, he's very creative. Um, it just how he uses little, like he makes something big out of something small. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how to say it, but yeah. No, I,
0: I agree. And it's, and like you said, it's a clever retelling of, you know, like zombie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is not even zombie, but you know, it's, kind of the same idea yeah (laughs) it's pretty much the same idea it is it's a genre. it's you can can put it in the same category like it's in the same category as like i am legend as well anyway so you can follow us on instagram at watchers and movies at facebook at watchers and movies we also have a website that watches that's com. and if you want to email us and just like talk or just say hey i love this movie or i hate this movie or y'all are wrong about this please do we love Like we love getting DMS. We love getting private messages. We love getting emails and, and I respond to all of them. So uh, do it. Like we're friendly. I mean, you know, for the most part. <laughs> no, we're, no, we're friendly. <laughs> anyway, and uh, if you like our stuff and you want us to record an episode about a movie that you are in particularly like or you don't like or you're just curious as to what we think about it and you want it to go to the top of the list, then give us five stars on iTunes and you say the name of the movie that you want us to review and we will put it to the top of the list right now we have a couple of others so it probably won't be for like a month and a half or two months but um we'll definitely you know we'll definitely do it and if you don't want to do that or you don't have itunes you don't have access to it you can always just send us an email and we will put it on our list um we usually try and do them like like we're not going to make you wait forever but we just won't be putting it to the top of our list it won't take priority so anyway but yeah um and thank
1: you so much to mike for our theme music yeah you can find him on twitter at the mike show 42 thank you mike thanks mike and also i forgot If you want to follow us on a different we have another little instagram
0: that's called the watchers who find things so if you want to follow us on that you know i occasionally update things that i find are funny or maybe they're funny to only me and not to anyone else but you know i try <laughs> so anyway Bye-bye. bye bye